He said that Jesus Christ has risen And He is the open door Well, how you doing, everyone? Welcome to this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show, where I talk about life, I talk about liberty, I talk about the pursuit of happiness, and I show the world that us Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope you're having a good day wherever you're located, because remember, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. That is very important in these time and days. And look, ladies and gentlemen, especially this week, a lot is going on. We're going to cover a lot of topics as I adjust my microphone, get it just right to where y'all can hear me good and I can go ahead and function comfortably here at the studio at BGS Media Studios. And I hope you're doing well. Remember, if you have not yet, hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button on the platform you are listening on. If it's on YouTube, hit the bell so you get notified every time we drop an episode or we go ahead and drop a video on YouTube, a new feature on YouTube. Talking about that, we have a playlist where it's listed as the podcast, so you, the listener, can know. Hey, this is a long lit. This is a long episode, or just a short clip. Um, go ahead and do that right now. Just go check out that playlist. We have all the episodes. Episode one sixty nine today, ladies and gentlemen. We're moving and we're chugging on. We're getting we're getting closer to two hundred. And a lot of podcasters don't make it that far. So I am excited that we have made it. And uh, one good thing about this show, we never lose content. There's always content to talk about. And I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Um, I was supposed to do this the last episode and it slipped my mind. Uh, please pray for the people in Mississippi. Uh, if you watch the, the, the footage from Mississippi, it's devastating. And that weather was originally supposed to come towards more Louisiana. And we missed it. Uh, Louisiana has been extremely lucky, as some people will say, knock on wood. Um, but uh, we've been extremely lucky here in Louisiana because that 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 front was supposed to come towards us. And uh, God, God protected us. And uh, look, let's pray for the people of Mississippi. And uh, let, let's keep them in our prayers. Uh, very, very a lot of devastation has happened um, with that. So anyway, let's go ahead and get into our topics. Um Ladies and gentlemen, yes, again, we've had another shooting, but this time um, we were we wasn't as much as a loss of life, but life was lost. And I'm talking about the Nashville school shooting that involved uh, three young children, two, nine, one, eight and three staff workers at the school. And um, it was a I believe a Presbyterian school in Nashville, Tennessee, um, to bring you the rundown of what basically happened. As what I've heard, uh, the shooter broke the glass, shot through the glass. They had uh, two AR-style rifles and a pistol. Uh, the, the young lady shot the glass, got through the hallway, and nobody was there. But she did interact with um, the, the headmaster, which we got news articles that she ran towards her to try to stop her. And unfortunately, that's where she took out three, uh, three adults and three children. One being the pastor's uh, daughter that was at attending the school. And that was around, I believe, 10, 14. I'm trying to look at my, my article I have right here. But around 10, 14, she walked in. And by uh, 14 minutes later, give or take uh, 10, 25 to 10, 30, the, the, the shooter was annihilated. Uh, she, uh, the cops went ahead and came. And they, 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 they were swift because of the, um, the policies that the, uh, that the school put in place, no more lives were lost. Yes. Six lives were lost, unfortunately at the school and ladies and gentlemen, as a mass shooting always happens, I, I, I want to pray for the families. You know, when you hear something like this, that's the first thing you think about is the family members, the family members of these six people. You should go ahead and grieve for them. You should go ahead and, and, and pray for them. That, that should be the top priority of any person that hears this podcast or hears, or, or, hear, or hears it on the news. And that should be the top priority. The top priority should be, be praying for these people, praying for this community, and praying for this school. And look, ladies and gentlemen, it wasn't to the extreme like this shooting was, but I remember, 
here in Louisiana, and it was right around our neighborhood in Lafayette, Louisiana, when the Grand 16 was attacked by a shooter. Walked into a theater and just opened fire. And that theater, yeah, it was just a theater, but our community was was struck like, wow, this happened in our hometown. And our community bond, bonded together. And we prayed for the people that lost their lives. Well, we prayed for the families of the people that lost their lives that day. And you didn't hear a lot about gun control. You didn't hear a lot about politics because uh, give credit to where credit is due. Our local politicians didn't care about the politics. They cared about bringing our community together and strengthening our community because of this tragedy. And that's what we should be focusing on. Now, putting that out the way, it has been a couple of days since the event. And we've, we've had the normal rhetoric come out. What am I talking about, ladies and gentlemen? Well, the president uh, was was at an event, and we're going to talk a little bit about the president. And he, he he's so worried about gun control and gun legislation that he opened up his speech with a joke. But the White House and the president and mostly Democrats are harping on gun control. We need and I, look. I heard Whoopi Goldberg earlier. You know, you know Whoopi. Saying, oh, we need to get rid of the AR style rifle. If we get rid of the AR style rifle, none of this would happen. None of it whatsoever. And ladies and gentlemen, it's going back to, hey, let's blame the gun. Don't mind the fact that the shooter that bought the firearms went through background checks and bought all the firearms she used legally. Um, She was all... um. Uh, she, you know, she, she followed. So all the backgrounds that, that remember the government, the government screaming, we need more background checks. We need more background checks. Also, the other argument is with the left right now. So, oh, we have to raise the age of firearms. We have to raise the age of firearms to, to 21. You can't be 18 to buy a firearm. You, you know, we got to raise the, this person was 28 years old, 28 years old. And, picked up the firearms so everything that they they have been pushing raise the firearm age or ban the firearms or push the firearm or push the background checks it wasn't it, it this was not it was not compliant with this event now we got to go also ask the question of you know what what would have been you know if this person let's say the ar style 15 was banned or the military, uh, the modern sporting rifle, where I was learned to call it at when the retail giant that I worked at. What if that was banned? She had a pistol. That this this woman, the 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 shooter, would have went ahead and found a way to get into that school and do harm. Why? Because we have an issue in America right now, and it's I believe it's a spiritual issue, but we have to uh, uh, an issue in America where. It's not the shooter's fault, unless it fits a certain narrative. And we're going to talk about this in a little while. But if it don't fit a certain narrative, it's not the shooter's fault. See, the shooter saw the gun, and the gun was on the rack or in the shelf or wherever the, the, the firearm was located. And the, the firearm was calling to that person, go create harm. Go do harm. Oh, you got to do harm. Look, and I, I use this analogy all the time. Put a firearm on this desk I'm sitting at right now. Just go ahead and do it. And tell that firearm, go do harm to somebody. That firearm will stay right there. It's the person behind the firearm that we need to look at. But the left is focusing on the firearms. Even the president of the United States went ahead and said, look, I've been pushing Congress. I've been pushing Congress to pass a gun ban bill to stop shootings like this. The problem is they won't stop. Because in our nation, we have an issue with the people behind the firearms. Now I know the Republican Party is is, is using the um, using the um, the uh, the mental health argument. Oh, it ain't the guns; it's the mental health. It could be. I'm not gonna go ahead and deny that. But I think it goes more on the spiritual side. Oh, here goes Isaac. He's going. He's preaching. The preacher's coming out of him. Well, good. I need to. I think this nation needs a little bit more preaching because it's kind of funny. Early in the year, almost 200 years of our history. Um, a school shootings was rare. The biggest one, um, at, at, well, the 1990s was Columbine. And you know why those two individuals went and 
did what they did at Columbine was because they were taught a way of atheism and Gnosticism. And if you look at the world today, which there is a poll, I was supposed to talk about it later, but I think it's going to be a good time now. There's a poll that the Wall Street, the Wall Street Journal went ahead and put out where they say that patriotism, patriotism is at an all-time low, at sitting at 38%. Um, they also say 39% place the same importance on religion. Um. Then, then 25 years ago, where it was 62%. Um, the percentage of Americans who say raising children was very important fell to 30% in the new poll. Down from 59% back in 1998. So, ladies and gentlemen, what is the issue? Morality is going down in America. Patriotism is going down in America. Why? Because we're teaching kids that they come from apes. And we're teaching kids that you're not important. You one day you're gonna live, you just live and you die, and that's it. And guess what? The, the, the values are gone. And I understand the Republican side, mental health issue. It could be. I'm not gonna deny that it might be a, a medical issue, but at the same time, what are we teaching kids? And I'm not look, this is I'm hearing a lot of commentating around these shootings. And I'm hearing the arguments and I agree with a lot of the arguments from the conservative side, but there's a problem, ladies and gentlemen, that it's called a spiritual issue and nobody in the Republican or the Democrat side wants to talk about it. We have a spiritual issue in America. And if a person is taught not to value life, they're going to do stuff like this. Because the lady the, the lady who identified as a man, she was, she was in the middle of transgendering. Tra transgendering. We hear people focusing on that in the left. The le we're going to talk about Don Lemon in a little bit, but ladies and gentlemen, this person, well, it, it, what I'm seeing, and I did not see the manifesto yet. I'm hoping that the police release it. The FBI has said they're not going to release that anytime soon. But ladies and gentlemen, I, I want to see the man. I wonder what, uh, what drove this woman to do this. But we have text messages from a friend where she told her friend, I'm going to die today. I have nothing to live for. This woman was depressed in disarray. She did not know what to look to. And as a Bible-believing Christian, I would have said, look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, as Hebrew says. But this person did not have, have nothing. She, she was saying, I have nothing to live for. And look, that is a bad place. Well, Isaac, that's mental illness. No, that's a spiritual void in her heart. Ladies and, and look, this, this young lady went to this Christian school. Now, we don't know what's the, why she picked this. All we know that they did release, release this in the memo that she had two targets and the other targets she didn't want to go to because it was more secure than the school, which we can go to a point with that too. How do you, let, now let's go back to the politics side. How do you stop school shootings? Well, these schools, shooting, these schools should go ahead and have an armed guard Watching the school. Ladies and gentlemen, we, and look, I'm hearing from this. There's people that say, look, our school has an armed guard. And look, don't, don't get me wrong. There's some private schools that can't do that. I understand. But ladies and gentlemen, this, the left, if we go back to, to the argument of the left, the left says it's the guns. The gun, the gun, the gun, the gun, the gun. And the, all the gun is is a piece of metal with mechanisms in it that got that starts off the firing ping is the trigger that a man pull or a woman pulls. But you're hearing the left and even the right mental illness or stop the guns. I think it's more of a spiritual issue in America. But of course they won't they won't they won't argue that point. You notice they're not no commentator on CNN, no commentator on uh, on Fox. It's talking about the spiritual implications of this. Look, it started off with Columbine. And the reason we started off with Columbine, we know that now that these boys had Gnosticistic ideas and they were atheists. It's kind of funny. A majority of these shootings are people that are atheists or agnostic or they're so, they, 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 they don't believe in God. They, 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 there's something spiritual happening there. But we're not, we're not addressing that issue. We're not. And I, I think it's sad. It, I, I think it's sad. But the gun is not to blame. I'm sorry for whoopee, but it's not the guns. The gun is a piece of machine. It's the person behind the firearm. 
Now you can argue. You can argue background. Like I said, I just I just debunked all the arguments from the left. Oh, raise the age, more background checks. No. And also it scares me with this, ladies and gentlemen. Listening to Whoopi and Joy Behar and all the all the women all the women all the women that are that are on that show. How did they get on TV? I don't know, but they got there. Even the so-called conservatives sitting way on the left. Well, of your screen, well, it'd be the right, no correction, the right, sitting all the way on the right, trying to defend, but saying, oh, I think we should do something about guns. I think we should do something. That's why they want her on there. She's not a, she's not a conservative. She's a rhino. But they're talking about ban, they want to ban these guns. They want to take away these guns. And, and, and look, I heard that from Whoopi today and I got, I got the article. I heard it from Whoopi and it aggravated me like I'd always act. You can't hunt with an AR-15. Uh, go to Texas. Come to Louisiana. A lot of them hunt with it. Uh, you know, it's only for a military-style rifle. It's just, it was designed for death. Well, if you read the Second Amendment, those, are the firearm, those firearms are legal according to the Second Amendment. And the Second Amendment was not written for hunting. See, that's what these left, the left wing media wants you to think. The second amendment was for hunting. It was not for hunting. It was for a people to protect themselves from a tyrannical government. Oh, that's your interpretation. No, that's in the constitution. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the purpose. And if you don't believe me, go read your history. But it bothers me when you have people on the left and our government, the president being included, talking about banning firearms. And I already pointed to this, this, this ironic situation where, oh, American citizens, you cannot have firearms. Ukraine, you need some Ukraine people to protect yourself from a terroristical government that's coming to invade? No problem. Y'all can have them. See the ironic thing in there, ladies and gentlemen? Also on a note, let's just, since we're using Ukraine, $75 billion have gone to Ukraine since the war began with Russia. I understand we need to help them. They're, they're, they're supposed to be the side of democracy. I understand all that. I think we sent way too much money, but that's my opinion. But we spent $75 billion and we cannot give our schools money for security. But when something bad happens like this, oh, it's the gun. Take away the gun. See, the, see, see how ironic that is? The Ukrainian people can protect themselves from a tyrannical government and to get our taxpayers to protect themselves. Get our taxpayers money. Correction. Gets our taxpayer money to protect themselves. But us in America, we have to go ahead and, and submit to the will of the government and take away our firearms. And it's wrong. This school shooting, uh, as bad as it would have happened if that AR-15 would have been banned. And then, if you think about it, because she used the pistol. If she didn't have AR-style rep weapons, they would have went after the pistol. And that is sad right there. Because the left don't like guns. That's that's They're using this for their narrative. When we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, the president and Don Lemon. And why this story might be taken away closely. We'll be right back after this short break. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun Conservative. And I want to thank Brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes' Dump Truck Service for their generous support of the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Hayes' Dump Truck Service serves the Lafayette and surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done, like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsoil, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at 337-852-8043. Remember, Hayes' Dump Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the company. Cleansed and made us whole. Not one hope, not one soul. All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show today. Uh, we just talked about the school shooting in Nashville and um, ladies and gentlemen, the arguments of the left, they're, they're flawed. They're really flawed. And even, like I said, I'm, I'm speaking from a spiritual side, 
but I really think we have a spiritual problem in America. I honestly do. I honestly say we have a spiritual problem and it's the results of no God in this country. And I understand the left and the atheists. Some people are probably going to watch this, this clip possibly on TikTok, or they're going to go listen to it and say, Isaac, you see, you're trying to shove religion down our throat. Well, it's kind of funny when religion was taught in schools and when religion was primarily taught at home, there was hardly no shootings. They were, they, could people, people had a moral standard and you could be, I understand the people on the left and understand atheists. You don't have a moral standard. Oh, what you talking about? Oh yeah. Yeah. Y'all don't have a moral standard. Y'all don't. And y'all confused. Y'all, y'all I just, I'm being, I'm being honest. And that, that if we had more of a gospel being preached, none of this would happen because people would understand value of life. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about it. I, I talked about how the president, when this event happened, he wanted to, he, he, he wanted to talk about this, you know, he, but he was at an event and it was a women's business event. And ladies and gentlemen, Fox News and probably other networks around the world were waiting for the president to say something. And they said this, hey, the president's going to say something on this, uh, this shooting. And the president <laughs> comes out and, and I watched the video and Fox News is like, let's hear what the president has to say. And I'm going to quote you what he said, uh, because I don't have, unfortunately, I don't have video capability to write at the moment. One day we're going to have all that technology, but for right now I'm limited. But this is what Joe Biden had to say when the cameras came on him. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband and I eat Jenny's ice cream, which I found out that ice cream is like $12 for a little tub. I thought Bluebell was bad, but Jenny's ice cream. He also says chocolate chip. I came down because I heard they were chocolate chip ice cream. He said, by the way, I have a whole refrigerator upstairs, full upstairs. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. And ladies and gentlemen, this was just moments, just moments after the breaking shoot, after breaking news of Nashville's shooting. President Biden knew this event happened when he said this joke. But rather, rather than talk about the importance of bringing a nation together, people in America and around the world heard the president joke about ice cream. Now, we know the president loves ice cream. Remember, he goes every every town he goes visit. He has to find the Baskin Robbins or the, you know, the, 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 the place that serves the best ice cream and have a big comb and walk out licking his ice cream. And I, I really wonder why the president said this. He knew that the conservative media and the media in general was probably going to say something about this. Now, of course, right after this, he went ahead and, and blamed the guns, calling for guns, and also blamed Republicans for not passing his, his gun ban. Ladies and gentlemen, don't you... And look, I, I say this with a heavy heart. Don't you, do you think this is a man that cares about the American people? I've been saying this for a while. But when you start a speech right after a national tragedy, you start it off with a joke, and then you want to get serious about gun control. Now, it, it could have, he maybe didn't think the cameras were on, but ladies and gentlemen, uh, the president and his uh, PR team, hi, they, they have to be on, they have to be on high alert right now. Of course, the mainstream media is not showing this and it has been proven because when this happened, I showed my brother, the co-host of brothers are searching Anthony Hayes. And he said, Hey, did you hear? He asked me the question. Hey, did you hear about Biden uh, wanting to ban fire, uh, ban the, the AR 15s again? And I looked at him and said, yeah, but did you see what happened? And he said, no. Now, my brother only had access to CBS or ABC, one of the local stations that are here in our local town. But the media did not show this. Why? Because it makes Biden look bad. It also shows that Biden's more worried about Jenny's ice cream. That is worth almost $12 for a little pint. 
instead of worrying about the dear people, then gets his face on and goes in front of the camera like he's all concerned. And he had made remarks. He said, it's sick. It's heartbreaking. A family's worst nightmare, President Biden said. Gun violence is ripping the soul of the U.S. apart. I thought that was Trump doing that. Everything's ripping the soul of America. Just think about it. Everything's the, the worst thing like Armageddon. Uh, U.S. is falling apart. The, school, uh, fall, uh, follow, uh, the U.S. apart following the school shooting in Na uh, Nashville. Biden called for assault weapons ban after police reported on the weapons the shooter carried. This is from now this. Twitter page. Ladies and gentlemen, he got all serious, but what was more important to him? The Jenny's ice cream. Yes, the ice cream was more important to him than the people of Nashville. Now, and I always, I always like bringing this out because the leftists are like, Isaac, that's what you're saying that because you're a conservative. But what if Donald Trump would have did this? Um, I, look, I'm asking everyone that listens that's on the left. What if Donald Trump after a national disaster made a joke like this MSNBC CBS ABC CNN all the, the major news networks would have been crucifying Donald Trump he cares more about ice cream than the people but now that the Biden now Biden has done it Oh, that, that's not important to show. Let's just show what he's talking about banning assault weapons and blaming the Republican Party for not stopping the shooting because they didn't stop the guns. This isn't the only thing that happened with the media around this story. There was a there was Arizona Governor Hobbs's press secretary resigned after tweet suggesting gun violence against the tri uh, the transphobics. Transphobes. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The spokesperson for Governor Hobbs in Arizona, the one, the lady that beat um beat Carrie Lake, resigned because she put out a tweet where let me just go ahead and read it to to um to you heard there was a picture of a woman holding two firearms, two pistols, and it says us when we see transphobes. Now, why did she bring this out? Now, look, this is another thing too. Why is it okay for the left to incite violence? And, and I'm not, no, it's not, it's not right to incite violence, but just in the mindset, the left does it. And it's like, it's okay to the media. It's like, it's okay. Because then why did she say transphobes? Well, because the woman that went ahead and did the shooting in Nashville identified as a man. And a lot of media people, they're circulating it and they're trying to say that, look, all these trans, 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 uh, uh, trans people are, uh, are mentally unstable and they're trying to use that and putting it around this, around this guns violence. It was, it, you have one person do this and this will happen to a part of a particular group of people. But you should not focus that all around that. And but this is what this person's doing. Oh, they're 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 using her, they're using her uh, her sexuality, her, her genderism to go ahead and and, 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 and we, we need to stop it. So they put a picture of a woman holding firearm and say, This is how we feel with transforms. Which is totally wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. That's wrong. And she has resigned. Thank goodness. But that's one of the press secretaries blaming transforms for something that they that are telling people, hey, you shouldn't worry about this because it was a trans, a trans, uh, a transgen person. The White House blames Republicans after the, the Nashville Christian shooting. Uh, according to the Daily Wire, White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre blamed Republicans and their stance on gun control for the grade school shooting Monday that left three children and three adults dead. She, uh, she went on a quote, how many more children have to be murdered before Republicans in Congress will step up and act to pass the assault weapon ban? The press series, press secretary acts Monday afternoon, uh, press conference. Once again, the president calls on Congress to do something before another child is sensibly killed in a preventable, uh, act of gun violence. But I just proved to you, you can have, well, and I ask this question all the time. And I just didn't get this question at the top of my head. I heard gun activists and, and, and pastors talk about this and ask this question. What if they would have one more gun law? What if that's what if what if stopped that shooting? 
No, because this is the thing. A criminal don't care. Do you know it's against the law to rob a bank in the United States of America? Do people still try to rob banks? Absolutely. Do you, do you know it's wrong to, to steal a vehicle? It's called Grand Theft Auto. But do you know people that, that, that still try to steal cars? It don't matter how many laws. Yo, I say them laws are to punish them. But it don't stop them. A criminal does not think, will I be breaking the law if I do this? The answer is no. Because a criminal is going to say, I want that and I'm going to get it by any way possible. Ladies and gentlemen, the gun ain't the issue. It's the person behind the gun, as we talked about in the first segment. But Kareem, Jean-Pierre, and the White House, when they're not thinking about chocolate chip ice cream, they're thinking the gun is the problem, and it's not the gun. But ladies and gentlemen, and look, I talked, already talked about Whoopi and all of them because they, they, they believe that if you, if, you, if you get rid of the AR-15, there's not going to be no more gun violence, and that is not the case. You see how the media is playing this? And ladies and gentlemen, they're not bringing up the issue that I brought up. Also, that we're going to go to the media side. The media is not pushing any other narrative except the gun's bad and it's the, the Republicans' fault. When we have a lot of other issues that we have to rise up with this. One... What was the motive? We, we talked about the motive earlier. Josh Harley has asked for this to be, um, be investigated as a hate crime, but the FBI isn't treating this as hate crimes or domestic terrorists. They're not letting, and that's what scares me. They're not letting the manifesto go. They're not showing people the manifesto. So that, that right there is, 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 is raising red flags. But the FBI says they don't want to get involved. They're going to let the police do their investigation and do their job, but they don't want to call this domestic terrorism. Why you may, I, I don't really know why, but well, well, I know why it's a, it's, it's a narrative that is, that is that, that because they, because somebody was transgender that did this crime and they don't want to, they don't want to treat it like that because if you, if you label somebody like that, a, a, a domestic terrorist, it makes the whole group look bad. And now they're, Oh, we don't want to touch this. It's funny how quick. Look, look, I I got this story. And like I said, it's funny how quick the left was. The left wanted to call parents domestic terrorists at a school board meeting for protecting their children. But a woman with firearms goes into a school and murders six people. Oh, we don't want to call that domestic terrorist. You see how backwards this is? The, the, look, you the listener, listen. The, the, look, how, think of, hey, look, if you're on the left, please open your mind for two seconds. And think about this. Mary Garland was quick to call parents at school board meetings domestic terrorists. But we're not going to call this person that, 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 that went in there with an agenda. We don't know the agenda yet because we don't have the manifest yet. But... Come on. We're quick to call that terrorism, but we're not going to call that domestic terrorist. Our nation's backwards, ladies and gentlemen. One more story before we have to wrap up this segment. We're going to talk about the media a little bit because I, I did say the media and then I caught that story. Don Lemon had a guest on his show. And it, I say his show. The show was... um. The show was good, mo- uh, good Morning CNN or CNN Good This Morning. And Don Lemon went ahead and had a guest on there. And, le- and this, is the, this is the article from, uh, from Breitbart. Uh, let me go ahead and see. No, the Daily Caller. It says, Lemon pushes back against analysts who try to dismiss Nashville shooters' gender, important part of the conversation. CNN Don Lemon pushed back against a network analyst who tried to dismiss the Nashville shooters' gender identity, saying identity, identity is important part of the conversation. The Nashville Police Department, uh, let me go ahead and I'm going to read their quote. CNN National Security Analyst Jeanette Keeman joined Lemon to discuss the shooting 
Thursday morning, Janet, uh, this is Don Lemon's quote. Let's talk about the thing that everyone is talking about. Everyone is talking, but they don't want to talk about it. And that is the identity of the shooter. Okay. It is a member of the LGBTQ community. Lemon said, I think it's an important to bring up the police are identifying the shooter as a trans woman, which actually be a trans man. So they're sort of misidentifying there, but there is all new, but this is all new. I'm just wondering the identity of being transgender person and also being identified as a woman. Does that pose any sort of differences or diversity for police? Because it's not, it's not typically a woman regardless of how they're identifying it. And the woman goes ahead and says, it's not unusual for shooters to be females, but added, we have to be sensitive about the extended that the shooter identifies a woman. I'm sort of thinking now that like we don't, own guns in this country guns own us which is trying to blame the gun um we we know we have to now focus on the important part of a, of an agenda which includes includes mental health protecting our kids and for for uh forfering uh fortifying schools but also the connective in which a certain kind of gun Kim said um you know, look, pronouns, pronouns do not kill children, right? People with guns kill children, and it ain't going to be dis distracted in our coverage and keep us from what we know. I wish I had the video. It's a lot more easy with the video. But I'm trying to... Um, but Don Lemon goes ahead, and she continues, the police are identifying the shooter as a trans person, just so you know, Lemon said. And you're right. It shouldn't matter the pronouns, but it's something that is different, and people are discussing, and I think we should discuss it also be sensitive about it, but it is an important part of the conversation. So basically what Don Lemon's saying, the police are wrong for misidentifying this person. They shouldn't call her a woman. They should call her a man. And look, ladies and gentlemen, look, I, I can I'm against transgenderism. I am. But at this point, this person, this woman, because that's what the police are saying, and that's what she is, went into a school and shot six people. Think about this. Went into a school and shot six people. I don't care what her pronouns were. I don't care if she put he, him on her link in. I don't care what she said. She was a person that went into that school. And you know what Don Lemon's worried about? Don Lemon worried about the police. And, and her gender. And they're misidentifying her. I don't care. But you see, Don Lemon is pushing a narrative here. He's pushing a narrative that, hey, they're misidentifying her. Oh, they're, they're, they're going to upset the, gen, the transgen community. I don't give a two flips. Don Lemon. And look, it goes back to, I need to write a list. How did these people get on TV? Don Lemon, it doesn't matter what her gender was. She went ahead into a school and she, she hurt people and killed people. But Don Lemon don't care about that. Don Lemon cares about an agenda and a narrative that he has to keep pushing forward. The person that responded to him was right. They, we don't, they, they, the pronouns don't matter. Because in a hundred years, if they dig up that person's grave and uh, do a DNA test, it's going to show him a female, not a male. But Don Lemon, more word about the police identifying the person wrong. They should go to the press conference and say, I'm sorry, we went ahead and missed, quote, the shooter's gender. And we're sorry if we hurt you leftist feelings. This is sickening. And look, I, I noticed something about this, and then we're going to have to take a break. I noticed something about this incident. It's, it's horrible. But the left is not focusing on the people in Nashville. They're focusing on the political agendas they can push. And there's people out there that are going to worry more about that than the facts and the people in Nashville. God help this country. After that, I'll be right back after this short break. Cheers and good on you, boys and girls. My name is Scott Ford, and I have a show on Rumble. It's the Scott Ford Show, all one word. The Scott Ford Show, all one word, and it's on Rumble. I'd be very happy if you went ahead and subscribed, like Isaac. I'm a true American-loving patriot. Thank you, Isaac. God bless. Enjoy your life. 
I need to go hear that whole song. <laughs> Welcome to the third segment, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, you're my healer. Lord, you're my lawyer. Lord, you're my helper. My dad hit it right on the nail when he wrote that song. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. Uh, this aggravates me. This does. This school shooting. And look, every time there's a school shooting that we report on here at the Cajun Conservative Show, we bring out these facts. But the left don't want to look at the spirituality. They don't look at the mental illness. They don't want to look at none of that. They want, they, they want to grill the police for misgenderizing a shooter, a mass shooter of the Nashville school. That's what Don, and look, I, look, I know it's not the whole segment because I get people, I get people like this all the time, especially on TikTok. You only can put, a minute to three minutes on TikTok and a minute on YouTube shorts and all this stuff and people watch it and they, they I, I defend Trump. Oh yeah. Trump support. And they don't listen to the other 50 some minutes of the show. So I understand that you got to give Lon Lemon the credit, but at the same time, if you watch the whole video, that is what he's focusing on. You know, why don't he focus on And Look, this would be bad because it's, it's praising police officers. But what about the two officers that went into that school with the other officer? I think it was like five or six of them and took out the assailant. Let's, let's, you know what? I got their names. I'm going to go ahead and read. Let me go ahead and pull that, that article up because I did, I did have it. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and talk about the two, the heroes, the officers. And I, I want to go ahead and give their names. Um, the, the, the police officers are Rex Ellibert. A four-year police veteran, and Michael Calanzo, I hope I'm saying your name right, a nine-year veteran who took out the assailant. Why don't we talk about that? No, no, no. We got to talk bad about the police. Oh, they're misgenderizing the, 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 the shooter. These officers did not care if it was a he, she, it, that, whatever. They didn't care. They knew they had to protect lives. And because of the swiftness of these police officers, no more children uh, died unfortunately but fortunately no other children died these the, these officers went be uh, uh, uh went be uh beyond the call of duty and they went ahead and, and look credit to the school too their lockdown policies and look i wish every person would have got out of that school unfortunately it didn't happen and we have to pray for the families now but these cops did their job. But no, Don Lemon, more worried about how the cops misgenderized. Because if you listen to the question and you hear his response, he wanted this woman to say, oh, yes, the cops did wrong by misgenderizing. And she didn't do that. But you can hear it. And if you watch the video, you can see in Don Lemon's voice. Well, Don Lemon's face. Oh, that's not the answer I wanted. Ladies and gentlemen, our country is backwards. When you were more worried about the piece of machinery that this person used, and I call it, that's what a gun is, is a, is a machine. You, you're more worried about that and the fact that the police are misgenderizing her. And if you notice, I, I didn't talk about her, her transgenderism because I don't think that's important. I don't. Now, I'd like to see what her views were in her manifesto to see what's going on. Now, I have a news article from here from, uh, from townhall.com where it says, why the Nashville Christian school shooting is about to disappear from the news cycle. And if you go ahead and you read it a little bit, you, you see why the, the, um, the media and some even in politics are trying to Get this, get this story out of the way because ladies and gentlemen, it does not fit the narrative. Let's just, let's just be blunt with it. It does not fit the. And look, I just talked about the, her transgenderism. I'm not focusing on that, but the media cares about this. The media cares that this subject is in the news. 
See, if it was anybody else, if it was if it was somebody of a different creed or a different color or, you know, if it was somebody, it could have been anybody else. They would have kept this narrative going. It despised the fact that they're still trying to push that Republicans are bad because they don't pass an anti-gun legislation bill. They, 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 they're going to try to shoot it out because of one reason, one reason only is because of the transgenderism. Now, we just talked about Don Lemon in the third, the, the second segment where he cared more about the gender, gender real. And now I just went on this long rant about they praising the cops and all this stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, they don't want they don't want that group of people looking back. Why? Because it fits the narrative that the Democrat Party is trying to present. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I agree with Town Hall right here. In their articles, they will try to kill this story. This is one of the shootings that are not going to live in history in the left's mind. Why? Because the narratives don't fit. The narratives do not fit this whole issue. And ladies and gentlemen, I do agree with how I think it will be shot down. This story will not live long because it does not fit the narrative of the left and because it does not fit the narrative of the left is going to be shot down and it's going to be shot down very quickly. And it's sad. All right. So I, I, I want to go ahead and I know I spent half of this segment still talking about the Nashville shooting. It is in the news and I have a lot to say about this, but I want to go ahead and touch on a couple of other stories. Last week we had a few stories that did not, um, go into the show we just ran out of time but the the co- we're going to go ahead and talk about it. the coach that um uh, that won his case for being fired for praying on the field reflects on the supreme court win and his return to the sidelines what happened was a couple of, uh let's see i want to say in 2015 they had a coach that was a bible believing christian and he would pray on the field some of his teammates without axing went ahead and joined the coach on the field. Well, somebody in, in, in somebody in the, uh, well, let me say this. Oh yeah. So in two, he started in 2008 and they first took note in 2015. And because he went ahead and prayed, he got fired. Now throughout this whole Lintley process, he did go ahead and win his case in the Supreme court. Uh, after a landmark Supreme Court victory, Joe Kennedy is returning to the coach to coach football at the same field that fired him at the same school that fired him for praying. A decision he told the Daily Caller News Foundation is based on principle. So backed by the uh, highest court and in, in, a, in a November 2022 district court ordered instruction to school district to reinstate him before March 15, Kennedy walked into the Birmingham school district office and told them I'm here for my reinstatement. Now, after being reinstated early this month, he's slated to start coaching when the 2023 season begins mid August and is welcome to participate in spring practice and off season activities and any other assistant coaches, according to the district website. So, and he went ahead and said, look, there's no regrets. There's no regrets what he did. And look, I admire this man for doing this. I admire this man. He, he won his court case. He went ahead and he, he stood on his principles and one. And ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people went, well, you see, really, you're trying to force religion down your, their throat. No, he's not. You know, if you listen to the story of Mr. Joe Kennedy, he went ahead and did what he didn't ask the kids to pray with him. Kids started praying with him. And ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of funny. You know, we talked about It's funny how this story, maybe the Lord allowed this to happen for a reason, because we talked about this in the early segment, the first segment of how this country is losing biblical knowledge and losing the fear of God. That is because Hollywood and mainstream media and all these people are pushing God out of it. Even the Democrat party. I don't care who you are, what you say, the Democrat party don't acknowledge God. They even took them out of their platform. It's kind of funny though, when a a man like this, Mr. Joe Kennedy takes a stand and says, you know what, Lord, I'm going to do what you told me to do. I'm going to pray on this field and I'm not going to worry about the consequences. And he went and he knelt down and he prayed. And it's funny how good people or Bible-believing people attract other people to their stance. 
And they didn't, you know, they just, hey, coach, can we pray with you? And he said, yeah, come on. He didn't force him to do nothing. But the left automatically thinks this coach was forcing these people to pray with him. And that's not the case. He got reinstated. That is a win for us. We should be, um, we should be happy about this because that is a win for us in this. Biden view on uh, Biden's view to tank GOP efforts to boast energy production. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This happened last week. Well, they said two days ago. I must have. Okay, I mixed up my stories. I apologize. Uh, But anyway, we're going to go with this. The White House issued a statement of the administration policy Monday stated that President Biden would veto Republican sweeping energy package and its current form. According to the memo, the Biden administration strongly opposes the bill titled the Lower Energy Cost Act. He's opposed to helping people get energy. But remember, he's for the new energy. He's for windmills and all that stuff. It's going to cost us a lot more money. But let's go ahead and continue. Uh, because it would work to con- uh, con- uh, counter-track, uh, uh, it would go ahead and oppose the administration's own agenda promoting green energy sources over fossil fuel alternates. The memo claimed that the GOP legislation purposed to replace pro-consumption policies with a tiny vial license to pollute e- uh, eco-in criticism, echoing criticism from top White House Democrats. So, ladies and gentlemen, the president rather stick to his green policy issues than help the American people. He, look, this green energy stuff has cost more money. ESG and all this stuff has cost the American people more money. But the president's going to go ahead. Think about this. Gun. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go ahead. And say, no, we're not going to help American people. Because look, ladies and gentlemen, you go ahead and produce more oil, the gas prices go down. You think you think more into more, more in the industry will always bring down gas prices. Look, I'm going to use an example. A while back, I was thinking about starting a little business. And, and, and think about this, okay? If, if that business, now there's not a lot of people here that do that, that service. And I was thinking about jumping into it. But imagine down the line in that industry that I was thinking about picking up where there's hardly nobody that's doing it. There's 20 some people that do it. Well, my price would have to go down to compete because you're pushing into the, uh, the industry. And that's, you know, Joe Biden, Oh, this is hurting American people, the high gas prices. But you know, if you go ahead and push up more production of oil, Gas prices go down and because there's so much oil, you have to get rid of it and you got to get rid of it at a pretty good pace. So, hey, you bring down the gas prices. But the president don't see it that way, apparently. He just goes ahead and thinks, eh, no, the GOP is endorsing it and I'm not going to do it. Biden also, this is uh, from a couple of days ago, uh, Joe Biden blasted for claiming GOP would slash border funding must be a priority. Uh, President Biden uh, felt the wrath of Twitter, Rachel, Saturday after he claimed mega Republicans want to cut federal funding for border security. Mega House Republicans proposed Proposal was slash f- uh, funding for border security, a move that could allow nearly 900 pounds of fentanyl into the, our country. The president tweeted, we need more resources to secure the border, not less. <laughs> Biden tweet included a fold of himself shaking hands with the U.S. Custom and Border Patrol officers, which was taken in his first and only trip to the border in El Paso, Texas. In January, photos taken by Jenny uh, by Genty showed Biden briefly spoke with CBP officers sitting inside the mobile X X-ray truck on the bridge of the Americans border crossing. Um, ladies and gentlemen, he's worried about 900 pounds of fentanyl crossing, but what about the 2.5 million people average coming across the border every year? Also president Biden's worried about the border. Why don't he build a wall? And you see, ladies and gentlemen, see how he's trying to twist the subject? It ain't Democrats that are stopping the funding and border protection. It's the Republicans with this new legislation. Uh, for the last three years, you've been shutting all, you've been opening up the border saying, come on in, we're open. And ladies and gentlemen, people wonder why I'm trying to pull, that's why I wear a hat. I don't want y'all to see the gaps where I pull my hair out. Ladies and gentlemen. The Republicans, to my knowledge, has never, ever wanted to cut border spending. They always wanted to increase it. 
they always wanted to go ahead and increase the border security. It is the Democrat Party that wants to go ahead and cut it. But see, you won't hear that from mainstream media. And for some reason, Twitter ain't fact-checking this like they're fact-checking Michael Knowles and other people from the Daily Wire. Um, Daily Wire host, this is from the Daily Wire. Daily Wire host Michael Knowles was suspended from Twitter after he posted a Bible verse in response to the Monday shooting at the uh, Covenant School in Nashville, Tennessee. And the, 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 the scripture he quoted was, um, was from Romans chapter 12, uh, 12 verse 19, where it says, uh, vengeance mind, I will repay it. Say of the Lord. He went ahead and put that on there. And guess what? They flagged him because they, Oh my goodness. He's endorsing violence. Ladies and gentlemen, he was just quoted a Bible verse, but Twitter put that as a mark as a violence as what the president can go ahead and make a blunt lie about the border and other things on Twitter. And they don't, you never, Oh, that's unprecedented. That's unprecedented to to take off a president. They did it to Trump. Now we know Elon Musk was not involved with it. And Matt Walsh, the co, uh, uh, one of Matt Walsh's, uh, Matt Walsh, uh, Michael Knowles, uh, coworker from the daily wire went ahead and asked Elon Musk, Hey, this must be a mistake. Can you reinstate him? Ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of funny that the left can say whatever they want on social media and the right, if they say the slightest thing where it might go against the guidelines. Oh, we got to go ahead and censor that. And it, look, I, look and Elon Musk, I don't know what Elon Musk is doing at Twitter, but he needs to go ahead and make this an issue. He needs to go ahead and try to stop this. But back on the border issue, no, the Republicans are not trying to say the, 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 the president is trying to make himself look good. And I noticed this for the last couple of weeks. Things that he said at the beginning was bad that Trump kind of endorsed. Now he's trying to bring back in slowly. Because you see, ladies, he had to separate himself from Trump. Now he's trying. The mess he made, he's trying to fix with the stuff he pulled out. All right, one more thing. Uh, Rand Paul says staffer brutally attacks in D.C. This comes uh, um, off of Monday where Senator Rand Paul revealed that one of his staffers were attacked in Washington, D.C. over the weekend. The employee was, was, who was not identified by Paul is recovering and a suspect has been arrested, the lawmaker said in a statement. Uh, this past weekend, a member of the staff was brutally attacked in broad daylight in Washington, D.C., Paul said. Uh, he also asked for prayer for the staffer. Um... They, um, I'm trying to see the Metro police said there's a victim an adult male who stabbed multiple, was stabbed multiple times and treated at a hospital for life threatening injuries. Court documents show that the victim told a detective at the hospital that he did not know the suspect, nor did the suspect make any demands prior to the attack. Um, they went ahead and got a suspect, a 42 year old man, um, and was arrested and charged with assault with intent to kill by knife. Uh, officer spoke with the witness who said he and the victim was walking eastbound on 1300 block of uh, 8th Street in uh, Northeast on Saturday afternoon when the suspect popped out of the corner and proceeded to hurt the victim with a knife multiple times, according to the police report obtained by the Daily Wire. Um, I'm trying to see. There's no so there's no reason. Apparently, there was a House Democrat also a while back, a couple of weeks. So I, I really don't know why this is happening, why this happened. But ladies and gentlemen, um, it was Rand Paul's staff member. So we have to assume it has to be part of that. But ladies and gentlemen, look, I, I'm just, it's not, you know, look, it's not, it's not right to hurt anybody. I pray for this man that did this. Hope he gives his life to the Lord in prison and hope for the staffer that he, he gets better. But ladies and gentlemen, it, there's some people out there, and look, there's both left and right, and it's, it's wrong on both ends, that think, hey, the time for talking is done. We need to do actions. No, it's not time for that. It's not time. It's not time. To, it, you, you, our nation is stronger than that. United we stand, divided we fall. We've come to a point in our nation where you cannot even disagree with somebody. You, you, it's 100% agreement, and ladies and gentlemen, it's not. Look, I've had people I've talked to that disagree with me. But ladies and gentlemen, it's a disagreement. We have the right to disagree. We have a right to talk over our opinions and, and all that stuff. But ladies and gentlemen, we come to a point, left and right, 
where there's some individuals that are that have i don't know if it's mentally unstable or what i don't know but they need to check their heart violence is not the answer no way shape or form and, and we need to come back to america where we say listen we're gonna we're gonna disagree we're gonna agree to disagree and we're gonna live our lives right according to to the word or whatever you want to put all right. So with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank you as always for listening to the show. Please remember to hit the subscribe button and follow button on the platform you're listening on. On audio side, we're on Apple, Google, Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio now. We're on Amazon Music and we're on other platforms. We're also on YouTube, Rumble, and Spotify for the video podcast. Please hit the bell if you're on YouTube. Um, go ahead and hit the follow button on Rumble and follow me on Spotify if you watch the video podcast. Podcast. It helps out more than you know. Uh, to all my supporters that have been listening from the beginning and that have come along the way, we appreciate you. We love you guys. Please, if you have any questions or concerns, contact us at the Cajun Conservative 5 at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at the Cajun Conservative Show.wordpress.com. Until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is coming back. He's coming back soon. So don't be faint of heart because Jesus has overcome the world. If you want to know Jesus, your Lord and Savior, reach out to me. I'll tell you how to make Jesus your Savior and heaven your home. Until next time, my friends, you be blessed, you be encouraged. You have a good one. And he is the open